Hey, everybody! Hey, guys! What's going on, bro? <laughs> You're asking me what's going on or yeah. what's going on to everybody else? Bros and bras? What? What are? What's the women equivalent of a bro? A bra. A bra. A bra. I, thought, <laughs> I got. I, I got. I got. That's nothing. really funny, actually. <laughs> Bros and bras. Well, yes. PTG Powercast. Wow. Listening with power. Listening with power. What's going on, boys? Nothing much. How are hit, you doing? Hit me up with that that new news. Hit me up with that hot goss. What's the hot gossip? Gossip. What, what do you guys know? What, what's new with you guys? What you been up to? Most people finally got power back. Mm. Sweat my balls off. Yes, yeah. it, it was. It was quite the the uh, shitty week in in Wisconsin, particularly southeast weather. Wisconsin. Yes, weather weather speaking. Yeah. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was very hot, very very stormy. I was without power for about a day. Very miserable. It was a dark and stormy night. Oh, man. Almost like the opening to Link to the Past. As much as I hate to allude to that game, it's kind of what it felt like. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Dark and stormy, and your uncle tells you don't leave the house. And what's the first thing you do? You leave that damn you know, house. No, you wait in the house for him to return. And then Who you return leaves? the game because this is basically just wait in the house simulator. Didn't somebody, <laughs> didn't somebody actually, an actual review, they yeah. reviewed it like this? I waited, I waited. He never came back, so I returned the game and said, wait, this is not a fun game. That's a guy you make manager because he's he's a rule follower. He, he doesn't bend the rules. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. No, uh, what you been playing lately? Let's, let's start with that. Usually somebody's been playing something. Uh, actually... Uh, I had money on my PSN account, and I ended up picking up uh, Marvel's Avengers for like eighteen bucks. Yeah, mm. and for for like a like a twenty dollar game, not bad. I would have hated if I spent full price on it, cause Oof. yeah, definitely not full price worthy. But just is at for, least for, fun for twenty bucks for a discount bin thing. Yeah, it wasn't what is too it? Bad. What does it play like? It plays. I'm assuming it's not like but, that one that came out that Marvel Black Ultimate. Order or whatever. Yeah, right? Ultimate Alliance. It sort of plays like those, but it's but it's also like an uh, an online MMORPG. Yeah, it's like a, the game is a service type thing. Oh. I but still have to, I still have to get that uh, Ultimate Alliance. I still want to get this shot. Like there's I can see what they were trying to do with it, but like most of the characters suck. Iron Man's the best. Yeah. You've never really liked the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, though, have you? I didn't hate them. He didn't mind the X Men Legends. I, I liked X Men Legends more. Uh, but I remember when we, because we did a, a a session of that on the channel. We did Ultimate oh, Alliance of, of yes, Black Order. Yeah. Yes, and I, mm-hmm. it looked cool to me. Like I think mm-hmm. I would actually really enjoy that. Yeah, it was a fun game. Yeah. I, I think I'd give it a shot. I just, so. I like that Juggernaut showed up for it. Yeah, of course <laughs> he did. Mm-hmm. All right, so Ultimate no. What did you... Allegiance... What? Marvel's... Marvel's Avengers... That's a just Whatever. Marvel's who fucking, Avengers. Who fucking cares what Marvel's Avengers, <laughs> Ultimate Alliance, The Black Order. Yeah. yeah. It's all the of same game. Of Legends. Of Legends. <laughs> Two. Yes. The better one. Rise of Apocalypse. Rise of Apocalypse. <laughs> Rise of Apocalypse now. All right. Uh, so, yes. Um, uh, so, I... This will come as no surprise to you fucking guys. I played nothing? I have fun playing a lot of things. So... Recently, Final Fantasy put out these pixel remasters, right? Ugh. So it's basically they released one, two, and three. Of course, you fought, bought and your Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy one again. again. I am playing through Final Fantasy one for the nineteenth time. You know what's funny? <laughs> 
is that you make fun of me all the time. You're like, you've got a list of five games that you just cycle through and play them over and over again. It's like, at least I got five games. You've got one game. My game's called Final Fantasy. But it's different. It's not like DuckTales has different iterations of the same game. Like, it's just DuckTales. DuckTales Final Fantasy does have other iterations of the game. It's called DuckTales 1, it's called DuckTales 2, <laughs> and it's called DuckTales Remastered. Go check three? it out. That's it? All you got is a piddly little three? Final Fantasy's been remade six times. At least. At least. You got the original. You got Final Fantasy Origins for the GBA. You got Final Fantasy Chronicles or whatever, whichever one it was on for the PlayStation. You got the PSP version. You the got phone the phone version. There was a PC version. Now there's a now there's a Pixel remaster again, which is different graphics. Didn't the 3DS get a remake of it Isn't too? There a, Man, I don't know. The <laughs> the PC port. <laughs> That's FF7. I know. But, I'm just kidding. But yes, this it's it, you know, I'm I don't really like to play games on my phone, and visually I do like it. Like, it actually looks really cool because the graphics are different than the mm-hmm. other versions of it. But, I don't know, like, it, it, to me, it feels hard to play on the phone. The controls are a bit cumbersome because mm. it's touch, and I don't like to do that. I Just mm. give me a damn D-pad and a button. Like, don't, yeah. don't make me poke at things. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I said, I don't like play- Maybe it'd be different if I was playing it on Steam. Maybe it'd be more fun. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I'll force my way through it. Hmm. I just like that the white mage looks like she's flipping everybody off when she casts spells. It's really funny. <laughs> but there's a lot of cool touches. Like, they made it to where, like, because usually the person who's at the head of the party is the one that shows up on the map. Mm-hmm. This one, you can select any of the characters and have them as, as like, portrayed on the oh, map, so but the not tails. be... You can do the tail style, do the leader flag. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Like, mm. I, I do like that touch, because that's one thing I've always wanted in... in the original Final Fantasy games was to see the other characters on the map because they oh, look neat sure. as shit. I yeah. hate seeing the fucking fighter for 25 hours. You know, I want to see the black mage. I want to see the red mage. Like, well, then make your characters. party in a different order. But then the one at the top of the queue gets his ass kicked. I, I did try it with the black mage once. He got wasted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes, I've been playing that. Uh, Axiom Verge 2 released yeah. much earlier than people thought. It actually had a stealth release. If, uh, if that's... What is a stealth release? Basically, they release it without without any fans any there, heads up. no heads up. That was yeah. pretty sure it was slated for September. I well. thought it was in com- yeah supposed yeah. to come out till later, and then he messaged me and was like, "Oh yeah, I got it. Have you huh. played it?" I'm like, "Wait, it's what?" Yeah. They pulled they pulled a Sega Saturn. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. that's what it felt like. Because it's I was just scrolling through Facebook and I saw a guy doing he was promoting his his live stream thing. He's like, "I'm playing Axiom Verge two release today." And I'm like, "What?" It's like, "Wait a minute." So I got home, and I searched for it. Sure enough, it's fucking on there. I was like, what? Everywhere. It's Mm. fucking great. The game is gorgeous. Nice. I love it. It's actually pretty difficult to play. Not to play, but it's difficult. It's a hard game. It's a hard game. Okay. And it's... it's, Yeah, but you think everything's hard. Well... This is hard. Only when you're around. But up, boom! Suck it. <laughs> anyway, yes, it's it's a good Metroidvania, and and I I liked the first one a lot because it played a lot like Super Metroid. Mm-hmm. This one's not quite like Super Metroid. It kind of plays more like Aria of Sorrow. If that yeah. makes sense. Okay. But it's it's really good. It's a Metroidvania. Stuff. Highly recommended. Axiom Verge and Axiom Verge Two. Paul's been playing nothing, huh? Not a I good, not I, a good goddamn. Well, I actually have been playing, but more classic stuff. Um, oh, let me guess. Ducktales. No, no. <laughs> Super Metroid. No. So, Mario RPG? No. no. Um, we just played it. 
So I, uh, I I've been playing a lot like on the Switch, but I do like the um, the Super Nintendo console and, and oh stuff. yeah, like the classics. Yeah, the classic. Thing. And so <clears throat> I realized that I've played through Donkey Kong Country one so many times. I played through Donkey Kong Country three. I love both of those games. Two, two. I have played through one time, and I remember just not liking it. And so I am forcing myself to play through Donkey Kong Country two for a second time just to see if I did in fact hate it or if I <laughs> just didn't like it for any other reason than two, I don't know, something else. Two was the one that introduced Dixie Kong, right? Yes. It was Diddy okay. and Dixie. And then the third Diddy's one Conquest. third one had was uh, baby. baby Baby Kong. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Um and so far I'm about halfway through the game and I would say that yes, my memory of how I felt about that game is pretty accurate. <laughs> you just so, hate it. I'm just not a big fan of it. Is uh, it just the? It, it feels forced, or like what? What is so, it? So the I'm music. Inspired level design. The music is absolutely just. I think honestly, the, the of all the Donkey Kong Country games on the Super Nintendo, the music for two was by far the the best. Really, it was amazing. Oh, wow. Absolutely astounding. The level designs were interesting they were unique but it feels like they turned the difficulty up to like 11 to compensate it was almost like what they did with in the opposite direction of what they did with Mega Man 1 to Mega Man 2 ah, we made okay. 1 too hard so we're gonna make 2 super easy yeah and it's like they made Donkey Kong Country 1 too easy so we're gonna make it super hard because people complained that it was too easy. Because Donkey Kong has always been known for tight controls and tight combat. Yes. Yeah. There, yeah, <laughs> there you go. But um, but no, it's it, the the difficulty. It's like some of the places where they hide like the secrets are just in the most obscure, random spots where I'm just like, who the hell is going to find this? Like, no, like me watching like, you play it on the channel, where yes. I'm just like, who would do this? Who would do this, yes. But it seems like they put things, like, super out of the way, hmm. um, and they just make certain levels, like, super difficult just to be difficult. And wow. I and I don't I don't like that. So, but eventually I will be playing, I found on the Switch, uh, the, um, the eShop, or whatever it's called, um... They had the Amnesia collection. So it's... Oh, the game Amnesia. Yes, Amnesia. Oh, okay. Yes. I the thought that's the name of the collection was the Amnesia collection. It was a collection of different games. No, 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 I no, know no, there's no. a game yes. called Amnesia. Yes. There's yeah. a, Apparently there's multiple Amnesias. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I got a, a <clears throat> trilogy of Amnesia games, including The Dark Descent, which is one that I have always wanted to play because hmm. people, it, it is always on their list of, like, scariest games of, like... Of all time, basically, um, and so I found it on the console for like two ninety nine, wow. I think. So I was like, um, "Yes, please." <laughs> so eventually, I will. I will play that. Cool. And then I like uh, I'm excited about. Um, I'm excited about uh, Doki Doki Literature Club coming to the Switch. <laughs> They're, of course, they're doing a a, yeah. a reduxed version that's coming out yeah. in September. Um, and I so, liked it. I and thought so it was great. Is, and so this is my time where I'm actually going to uh, experience I'm, I'm, it. I'm going to experience it. Yeah, awesome. You'll you won't you won't regret it. It was it well, was pretty great. <clears throat> believe it or not, it was my nephew who is the one who ultimately sold it to me because everybody, 
nobody has ever told me what the game is. They just said that it's really messed up. Well, it's because they don't want to ruin it, the experience. Yeah, like knowing certain things going into that one ruins. Well, no, because he's because he, the way that he described it, he said that the game it's like looks having a bowl of cereal while on acid. Well, he said the game looks like it's like a, a not a scary game. It's a date, but it's, yeah, it's like a dating sim. Yeah, is what it feels like. But it's like every every like scene that you saw like in trailers in like screen reveals and stuff like that it's like that's not that's what not this what, that's no. not what this game no, is no not at all and so nobody has ever said that to me i'm like oh okay i just Pretty thought sure i did no did. you no never oh, you come you on. said that it's a dating sim that it's like that there are things that happen in there that just make you go like what the hell is happening and it's like no he he told me that it's like super scary mm. and it's kind of like horror based and there's there's um uh, mature themes in there and stuff that, that it's a mind fuck. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh my god, like how did I how did it take me this long to realize this? And wow. now now I'm like super into. I'm like 99 percent. I'm sure I did. Pretty sure you guys did. No, Otherwise, I, I would have I would have latched on. To how it. often does he actually listen? To I would have latched on. This was the one percent time it should have stuck, and instead, like usual, it floats in one ear and out the other when we tell him things. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> Case in point. Yes, I am pretty sure. What did after, you guys get here? I am pretty sure once I experienced it, I immediately told you you have to play this. No, no, and I can tell you exactly that. No, you did not, because that was when we were uh, we we guest spotted on two dudes in an S on their right. podcast. You stayed on with Michael to talk about yes. to talk about that game because. Like, you were telling me, like, oh, you haven't played this, and it's because at the time I didn't have a Switch. And, and I'm pretty sure, and I so remember you telling guys, you yes. that I did a, an episode with the two dudes and Sean. And I never listened to it. I don't think it ever released, to be honest. Oh, I think we ended up having a technical issue with it, gotcha. and it just it never yeah, aired. Yeah, see, and I, and I purposely never listened to it because I thought, well, on the off chance that I do want to play this game mm, eventually, fair I'm enough. not going to listen to it, so... Somehow, I have not gotten any spoilers wow. to this game. I have not heard anything of, like, what's in this game. So, I'm, like, going into it completely fresh. You are going to love it. I am that's really, all gonna, that's, I am really looking forward to it. You are going to... And, and the second you figure out what happens, I want you to text me. I don't care what time it is. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care where you are. The second shit just, just, just flips on you... I want you to text me, because, uh, uh, yeah. Is it along the lines of 999? Do you ever I play 999? Oh. I have it, but I haven't played it. I, I want I, to, though. I've, I've played through the entire game, yeah. and, and it makes me want to... Uh, I want to get the sequel now. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, what, is it Virtue's Last Reward? I yeah. want to say I have that one, too. I'm, Do you really? I think so. Then I there's, might. Well, and then there's Zero Time Dilemma, so it was yeah. like a trilogy that they yeah, released, yeah. so I'm going to probably look for both of those two games. Okay. But yes, so promise me that. second, The second you figure it out, text me. I will text you. Okay? I have proof now, everybody! So yes. if he doesn't, he owes me lunch. <laughs> well, that's awesome, though. So I'm yes, glad, I'm glad you been, remain spoiler-free. I have remain spoiler free somehow because you don't I go on not, social media no that's, i really don't that's I don't, how i don't like social media i stay away from it because there is way too much negativity and there's way yeah. too many crazy people and that's exactly that's how you remain pure yeah that'll be that's I, 
Well, yeah, sorry. I feel like... No, I'm just saying, I, I feel like that's how I, I remain youthful. Is yeah. I stay away from that stuff. That, that'll be a good topic for when Vanderhoff's on, on an episode and we do nothing but reminiscing and what went wrong with society. People. <laughs> people and social media and no, the invention of a smartphone. Yeah, all mm-hmm. can trace back to people. <clears throat> but yes, well, that's awesome. I'm glad you're uh, experiencing... So yes, then. I am still experiencing games and playing games. Thank you very much. Awesome. Yes. Oh, Paul, you're not playing nothing these days, huh? You're playing some DuckTales? Mario RPG? I give him a week and he's back to Mario RPG. Oh, yeah. He's going to try the run without Bowser or, or without Mallow or Princess. Just... I've, done, I've done the run without Princess. But I've just never... With, just with nobody. Just, just I... Bowser and Gino. So, yeah, and, so and Mario, Mario, Bowser, and Gino. It's basically item heavy. Yes, it Good is. luck. Whatever. On to the topic. Yes, yes. we've we wasted enough time because this is going to be a long one. It's going to be a long episode. Doubt it. There's a lot to cover. Yeah. It's not as long as you think. You'd be surprised. A lot uh-huh. of it Sure. I suppose that's true. But anyway, yes, uh, with the recent... Well, I suppose it's not so recent it's now. It's not recent anymore. It's not recent anymore, but with the, the recent uh, with the news... Upcoming. With the upcoming news of Metroid Dread... With the upcoming release, it's coming out soon. I know it is in a, in a couple months. Yes. To date it's this not, episode, it's not news. Again, so you guys can point out that it takes me two months to put out episodes. <laughs> it's August fourteenth. By the way, twenty twenty one. It's out in stores now. Yes, right. <laughs> when this episode airs, it's gonna be December. Get it for your Christmas stockings, kids. <laughs> Metroid. This better not come out in December. <laughs> I always might do it just as a joke. January. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> we'll miss the Metroid Dread boat. <laughs> we'll miss it. Were we ever on it? <laughs> Shit. Anyway, yes, uh, I, I feel like we need to go back to our roots because this channel strayed, to, in my opinion, from what it kind of started off as, and it's partially my fault. It is uh, 150%. Why do you guys don't come fault? up with topics? Sorry, I just don't like to always go back to Pokemon. I have an interesting idea for an episode about Pokemon, actually. Son of a bitch, of course you do. <laughs> but anyway, well, that's the story for another time, as, as she says about how she got the light squaver. Yeah. Oh. Gotcha, bitch. You went there. Is that Zori Bliss? What the fuck's no. her name? Oh. Just it was get... Maz, Maz Kanata. Maz Kanata? I thought that was, that's Moss Eisley. It's a good that's story, a good door, a good story. For another time that they never freaking go back to. Perfect. God bless you, J.J. That, Abrams. That's like power trip. <laughs> we just but yes, we're talking about Metroid! Thank you. Because Metroid is awesome. Metroid is. And I had a good tie-in with is the it? Axiom Verge 2 until Paul sideswiped side it with his fucking Donkey Kong 2 nonsense. That's why you didn't want me to talk about what I had been playing. is because you wanted it to transition perfectly to your stuff. No, just because Actually, you don't play with, games. With the magic of editing, I could technically put Paul's first and then go to mine. Yeah, it wouldn't flow right. Well, does it ever? No. <laughs> this, not, episode's not, not really. to, this episode's off to a, a Freddy Spaghetti start. <laughs> but yes, talking about Metroid, the iconic never left the spotlight. It really hasn't, yet it took us, I what, know. like 10 fucking years to get a sequel yeah, it's been over that. Because when was Fusion? It was quite some time ago. Uh, Fusion was 2004? Uh, three? Three? Three, I think. Two? Three. Three? 
It was how quite many, some time ago. How many other numbers are you going to come up with? I can only go up with somebody. Metro Fusion was 2002. 2002. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was right. No, you weren't. I started at two. You said four. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> 2002. So it's been, oh, god damn. It's oh, been long, almost, almost, 20, almost years. 20 years. Because didn't it take like 20 years for Kid Icarus to get Uprising? Yeah, it was quite some time. I mean, time. 1991 is when Of Myths and Monsters came out on the Game Boy, which was technically yeah. the sequel to Kid Icarus 1, which was 1987. Yeah. So, four years. And then 2000 and, what was that, five or six? Uh, somewhere around there. 2006. So, that yeah, it was 24 years. Yeah, that's 24 true. years it took. So, I mean, Nintendo has done this with, with properties before, but... I don't think they've ever done it with a property that is as famous and iconic mm-hmm. as the Metroid series. Which is funny because Samus is named as one of the most, or is in the Guinness Book of World Records as the most enduring female character ever created. Huh. Like, who's never left the spotlight. Because yeah, she really hasn't. No. She's been in the Smash Brothers games. She's yeah. been in, I mean, she's been had nods in other other games various and games stuff, yeah. so she's never really left the spotlight samus showed up in super mario rpg yeah first story <clears throat> in 19 years which is wow. funny because technically dread was in development in 2006 i want to say but then the story got uh, the game got shelved seriously yeah 2006? like six they started dread in six and then it got it got shelved to do something else oh, i can't wow. remember what but they ended up not really scrapping it, but mm-hmm. but basically being, or maybe it was maybe it was later than that. I don't remember. Yeah, but it was yeah. It, so this is actually, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it doesn't look the same at all. But yeah, technically, Dread was in the works for quite some time before this happened. Before this finally came out. Well, it's going to be interesting because Dread's coming out for the Switch. Yes, and I honestly think it's going to sell like hotcakes because the because the Switch has been very very well, like it has been a very successful system. Well, it's, and, and like this is the first two D Metroid mm-hmm. yeah. in a long time. Yeah. So, granted, there is a very vocal part of the of the 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 fan base that's like, oh, it's not the next Prime. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But and those people, I just kind of want to push them off a cliff. There can be both. No. Yeah, <laughs> you know. What I mean, no. I mean, I, 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 I'm excited for Prime Four. I think mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Prime games are fun, but they don't. Yeah, they're not as they're, they're not, not as charming. Well, they're as not. The they're not the. They're not the original 2D games. No, of course not. They no. were going for a different feel with. The they Prime were games. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But this, the, the fact that Dread was even being considered to be released is huge. Mm-hmm. Like this really got people excited for it, and I'm hoping if it goes well that they'll keep. Even though they're saying this is technically the end of this arc, yeah, I'm hoping that they still do something with. Well, Isaac I'm, I'm hoping it's just an end to everything revolving around the Metroids, and then now they can have Samus doing other who knows other, or like, yeah, or other the stories. potential of a new hero stepping up. No, yeah, maybe. Mm, I don't think having they... Samus be the mentor like the Chozo were supposed to be for her. Yeah, maybe that'd but... be kind of interesting. Because I would, I wouldn't mind seeing a game where you kind of. You know, almost turning it into a Batman Beyond type story. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where like you, yeah. you gotta, she, she takes someone to like a she, another orphan or something, and she starts training them in the way of like the the Chozo raised her mm-hmm. to prepare for some next big calamity. That's Which is coming. funny because isn't the Chozo like they're extinct? 
Yeah, right? they were I alive so. when she was a kid. Yeah, but they're extinct I now. They're gone. And so now she's kind of the only one who's keeping alive that legacy yeah. of the Chozo. So I would kind of yeah. like to see like that. Doesn't necessarily mean that you have to play as the new character. No, but sure, have it sure. like be part of the story where she's bringing in the next generation. So if they want to do side stuff with something else, they have the root then. Federation Force. No, oh, God, we're not doing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yes, let's uh, let's start where it all began, man. Metroid One for the NES. Ah, uh, that's not where it began. It began with a little movie called Alien. Well, he actually is right. It was He's inspired by yes. Alien. It was. But, and H.R. Geiger. Well, if you well, want to do that, then Zelda and Super Mario Brothers also gave way to Metroid. Yeah. Because Metroid was inspired by both of those games. Yeah. So we have to start at the actual beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, yes, uh, Alien, Alien in 1979 was definitely a heavy it was a influence. Catalyst. Yes, heavy influence. It actually, for Alien the had atmosphere. a lot of like the Alien art style had a lot of influence on NES games. It's seen in Metroid. It's seen in Contra. Oh yes, it's, yeah, Contra. Any especially. sci-fi yeah. back then. Yeah, it yeah. was hugely inspired by Geiger. By, yeah. by Geiger, yeah. So, um, and so yes, you had the the backstory of of Alien that was really heavily influenced, and then you had this success of games like uh, Super Mario Brothers and Zelda for the exploration. So mm-hmm. then they just combined the exploration yeah. aspects with space and that kind of that desolate isolation feeling. Put it together, and we got Metroid as a result in 1987. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, and I mean, you can even see the influence of, of Alien with the fact that she's fighting Ridley. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. Her, well, her and, and even to well, even Ridley the from the Alien, even the uh, uh, what is it like? They're they're from like LV428 yeah. or something like that. It's Ripley. Or it was R- it's Ripley and Ridley is is a reference to something. Ridley and, Scott. There yeah. it is. He I'm directed. Sorry. He directed. Yeah, he directed yeah, Alien. That's what I meant. Yeah. I'm sorry. Ridley is is named after Ridley Scott. Yeah, okay. yeah. and then Ripley is just a D. <laughs> yeah, Ripley. yeah. <laughs> way to go, <laughs> clever. <laughs> so, but um, <coughs> you completely destroyed. Like you derailed me. Now I that was the fun of it. I don't know where I was. I had a I had a point. I was gonna make a, a further point, and you guys completely. Oh no, because I said um like LV LV four two eight or something like yeah. that. Like that's the that's the space colony that yeah. she's that that Samus is on, right? SR three eighty eight. SR three eighty eight because but in LV the Alien is, it's LV four two eight. I think right, in right. yeah. So it's like obviously they really heavily borrowed from oh, yeah. from Alien lore for that. Yeah, huge. Although Crate, I don't know where Crate came from. Fuck it. I, who knows? Crade's just an interesting being on his own. Yeah. I think Crade. Well, it's. I feel so bad because I think Crade was actually supposed to be like the big, like one of the bigger baddies. Like Ridley was the like the, the he first was the space, guy, the space pirate, uh, and then Crade was supposed to be like a, a higher up version. And then you had Mother Brain, and. I honestly, at this point, Ridley has taken on a life that's even surpassed Mother Brain. Oh, yeah. I think people realize or think that Ridley is actually her main antagonist. Well, it's, it's not Mother Brain. Especially when you get into, like, the lore for 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 everything that, like, Ridley's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ridley's so, leader of the Space Pirates, which in turn killed her parents. Yes. And yeah. all this other shit. I mean, it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy. So they really developed the backstory where Ridley is, like, 
front and center of yeah, yeah. her crosshairs. Because yeah. I want to say Mother Brain's not necessarily the boss of every game, but Ridley is usually in it. Pretty so, sure that Mother Brain was done after Super Metroid. Maybe? I'm pretty sure. No, it's not Infusion. No. I think Mother Brain was done after Super Metroid because that's when the Metroid killed... Like, the Metroid and right. Mother Brain killed yeah. each other, basically. Yeah. The baby yeah. sucked up mm-hmm. Mother Brain's head. And then after and that... The power. After that, Ridley kind of took over the mantle of being the main antagonist. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Makes you wonder how he's going to show up in Dread. Yeah. Oh, he is... Oh, yeah, absolutely he's going to show up in Dread. Be cool if he's, yeah. he's got, like, a... Scary. Like, kind of looks like, like a suit bot, or something. Like one yeah. of the bots mm-hmm. or in their armor or something. That'd be pretty fucking badass. I still would love to see multiple versions of, like, the SAX. Yeah. Like, it's something like that, like, chasing you. Like, ugh. Yeah. That's like, oh, God, that's like heart attack <laughs> inducing at this point, though. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yes, uh, Metroid combined, like, like you'd said before, combined all the greatest aspects of games at the time. You had, you know, the platforming, which was Mario reminiscent. You had the nonlinear exploration that Legend of Zelda gave you, except now it's in one package in space. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the first ones that could go, that you could backtrack. Well, and that was actually one of the key factors that, um, Research and Development 1 wanted to incorporate, and that's why they made it so that right out of the starting gate, when you go left, mm-hmm. you can find a, a necessary item, the Morph Ball, because that was oh, it, that was intended to say, hey, you're used to games that go from left to right, and you can only go in one direction, you can't go backwards. Well, guess what? Go left, you're going to find a key item, and this shows you, guess what? You're going in all directions. Like yeah. You can go back and forth, you can go free one way and the other and so it was it was meant to it was meant to to show them that yes it's not just linear it's you go in all directions it was very clever it was yeah it was, it was very clever that was how back it was when, executed that was back when games taught you how to play the game in, in, like in, in without telling you yes in the game yes, yes. which is always appreciated back in the old days because mm-hmm. not all the old games did it but when they nope. did it was yeah. masterpiece oh yeah and Metroid is one of the biggest masterpieces to me in in gaming history because mm-hmm. I remember growing up absolutely enamored with it. You know, you have the the black background, you have just just that feeling of being alone and yeah, isolated. It on is this isolation, yeah. Death all around you. You know, mm-hmm. it's, well, it's, the sound design helps that a lot. Oh, the yes. sound effects and like the music, they really. I don't know if Hip. it's like it's like quite like the it's the frequencies and stuff they use, but it gives you that, no, that like but horror movie yes, feeling. Yes, it's it's mm-hmm. because Hip Tanaka, who did the soundtrack for Metroid, he was again inspired by Alien. Of but it was the fact of there was more fear in the notes that were not played. So it's like his soundtrack emphasized the absence of sound. Jeez. Where it's like you have the 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 initial like first four or five notes when you start the game. Um, that's why it's like it's just beeps with a like a bass line. And it's nothing else. Like there's nothing like populating at all. It's just the absence of the music makes it that much more isolated and that much more kind of terrifying. Well, it's because yes. you're kind of like anticipating certain notes that just don't ever come. Mm-hmm. The greatest thing about the end of the first Metroid was that it gave you that shock of now you have to escape the planet. 
through yes. the thing, which yes. terrified a lot of kids. Well, and it's well, and that's and that's very funny that uh, actually that you bring that up because a lot of games up to that point, you beat the last creature boss of the game. Yeah, just that's it. You start your you you start your the like the credits roll. You get the victory music, or you get a little splash image of, or like, you get a splash image saying like congratulations, like the world is saved because of you. Thanks, you're a hero. Um, but in Metroid, they really turned it upside down from you, where it's like okay, you kill Mother Brain. Well, guess what? Now you have sixty seconds to get out of here, like because the the planet's blowing up now, and it's to me that was insane because that had never happened before in a game and ever since TMNT 1 on the Nintendo I have absolutely <laughs> despised countdowns I get oh, yeah. so freaked out from a countdown yeah uh, well I so in the original Metroid you're on Zeebs Zeebs that's yeah. the planet plan. Zeebs yep. yes mm -hmm. okay I thought we had said you're on SR388 no no that, no it's uh, uh, that was was that 2 or was that Super Metroid that was 2 Two. Okay. SR388 is the Metroid homeworld. Ah, that's right, because that's where you're actually trying to rid yes. the yeah, you rid the planet of all the Metroids. That's right. Because and Super yeah. Metroid, you go back to Zeebs, because then you end yep. up going through that one little area where it's reminiscent of the first game, you remember? Yes. Like, right out the beginning. Yeah. And then... Yeah, because yeah. you can find, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, you can find an energy tank in the uh, in that, yeah. that little area, too. Which yeah. is awesome. Mm -hmm. That's such a cool nod. It was. It really yeah. was. So... But yeah, getting getting out of there like then that's when your like the the end sequence would mm -hmm. start and that's when depending on how quick you were, you got one of the very first twist endings of the Nintendo and I would say in honestly gaming in, in gaming history. Yeah. It was probably the most like the the most twist ending of any video game. What a twist. Yeah, it honestly was. Yeah, M Night Shyamalan would have been proud. <laughs> that yeah, Samus so. is female. That was the biggest twist of all. No, no kids saw that coming. No, nope. because this whole time you're playing as just a faceless android. Well, and it also doesn't help that the instruction booklet does not say Samus. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. It, it and uses I, he, and it does it, use it's a shameless it, or whatever. It does use he. Yes, multiple times in the instruction booklet, and so I think that it was because of that that it really kind of proves that if you ever hear them talking about like, oh, no, this was planned from the beginning, that Samus was a woman. No, it wasn't. Well, it, well, no, but, it, no, it wasn't. It almost makes how, you, how much of it was like a translation error, though? Well, it could be, too, that the mm -hmm. instruction booklet was made before. The, like, the, they had the idea of it, mm -hmm. and then they made the instruction manual, and, it could have, and then and game could have very yeah. And that very well could have been it. Because, and this is such a funny thing about how Samus became a woman... It's just the fact that some dude in the middle of development was like, "Hey, wouldn't, wouldn't it be, cool? be cool? Yeah, wouldn't it be neat if Samus was a woman?" And they yeah, were Samus like, took sure! off her, took off her helmet and she had yeah. wavy hair and, and they just and ran with it's, it. It's a woman. And she, yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so I that's mean, not gonna hurt anything. For all we know, like that instruction manual and all that plot and stuff was already done, and that and then they just it. moved like halfway through development, they made that change and just didn't tell. Yeah, anybody. and I don't think that it was a mistranslation because you had you had things like um, Doctor Wright and Doctor Light, which is an honest to god like that's just a mistranslation because they yeah, yeah but... the sound, but he and she are definitely. Are, are different enough that yeah, but that's then you get not... translations like Bimmy and Jimmy. Yeah, but that's just like 
they they're screwing up the name. They're not screwing yeah, up but the, it's, the, the sex or the gender. But it's it's still one of those things where it's just like. It, but back then, like there really wasn't guidelines for translating anything. No, there really so wasn't. So if but... they wanted to change stuff in the instruction booklet, they could for the U.S. release. Well, if they wanted to, yes. Like they should. I guarantee you, if you went and compared like direct translations of the Japanese to the English for a lot of tra- for manuals, mm-hmm. they probably have completely different stories. Yeah, I don't know about completely, but probably well, enough of a difference. Enough, that yeah, is, that, yeah. That like that, that like characters are different and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. look at like um, look at half the localizations they do for us compared to Japan. I yeah. mean, look at uh, what was that one game we did. Uh, where you played as the you played as Jake Surfer Dude Jake. Oh yeah. What was that one? Where you're rescuing your fucking girlfriend. The and magic you, like, one. Here you're in in our release. He's like a fucking surfer California dude. Oh shoot! What was what that the, game? Um, wasn't Kid Cool? No, 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 no. Uh, totally rad. Totally rad. Totally rad. Yes, totally yeah. rad. Yes, but yeah. then in Japan they're like cute anime characters. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it makes more sense. Than, yeah. than what was here. So it's like... Well, and then, like, it, like the, in the translation thing of being he in English in the instruction booklet could also be a mistake in that someone never, like, whoever translated never saw, like, the end stuff of Samus without the suit. Mm-hmm. So it could have just been, a, oh, maybe it's just a he, and then just kept going. Like, translated he once, and then just kept <clears throat> going with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. See, Possible. that's... The, could very well be. That's yeah. the thing with, like, stuff and stuff back then. There's... Like, other than, like, individuals who, like, oh, yeah, this is why, but is it why, or is it the modern, like... Or is it X? (laughs) (laughs) With that, we're done. We're done. Power trip is done. (sighs) I summoned my best impression of Andy right there. I know. Thanks. No, but, like... Thanks. Appreciate it. How much of it is, like, the the whole, like, looking back and just, like, filling stuff in? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, all right. Got your your notes. Got your notes. I do. Do, do we do we tackle what, everything? Did we do from, everything for Metroid from One? Metroid One. Are yeah. We're on to Metroid Two now. We're on to Metroid Two. All right. Oh, Game Boy comes so out. we are. That's right. Which this is this is such a, a an old nest thing to have sequels jump from console to handheld. Yeah. It was not done very often. That was I was going to say that was but not a did. that was not a thing that happened often. In no. fact, there are very few and Metroid is one of those that joins the ranks of the Gargoyles, yeah, Gargoyles Quest, Quest trilogy where it's and and Kid Icarus, I think, and honest honestly that might ah. be it. Where the first three games of any series yeah. were on three completely separate systems. Yeah, pretty much. So Metroid did the same <laughs> thing, where Metroid 1 was Nintendo, Metroid 2 was Game Boy, and Metroid 3 was Super Nintendo. And then 4 was, and four was Ga- Game Boy Ga- again. Yeah, well, Game Boy Advance. When right. did the, the first Mar- Game Boy Mario game come out? Uh, 1989. That was Super Mario Land? Super Mario Land. Yeah, but, but that so was, was not. But that wasn't a. That was wasn't that, a sequel. Was that after? But was it? Is it though? Like, is it? No, I don't think those, not, games, those, those, those games. Those really follow no. a timeline. They don't. Oh, okay. they really so. don't. No, um, most of those aren't really referential. But Mario One came out in 1985. Mario Two came out in 1988. Okay. And then you had Land, which came out, and then Super Mario Brothers Three in 1990. Okay. So I mean, it's yeah. Those those aren't considered 
like right. part of the main storyline. Oh, with okay. games like Gargoyles Quest and with Metroid, it's like these are literally like the legit number two. Because I don't even think like Link's Awakening is even considered no part. Of that was never part the of the, no. It, it wasn't part of part. like a. It wasn't part of or like a, a series. Right, right. Not not the way like one and two are. Yes, or... because yeah. yeah. Well, and even even so, you have one that came out in eighty seven. You had two that came out in eighty nine, and then Link's Awakening came out, or, or no, Link to the Past came out for the Super Nintendo, and then you just basically had an offshoot of that called Link's Awakening on the yeah. Game Boy. So it wasn't a, a direct like yeah, th- really. that. Wasn't Legend of Zelda four? No. Mm, okay. So yeah, this was this so, one's jumped back and forth was, between yeah. both. This one was a legit number two for the Game Boy, which is just so odd. It's so odd that that you would jump from console to handheld to console to handheld. Yeah. Because most people, I would say, like if if you didn't have a Game Boy and you ended up playing Super Metroid, you're like, where the fuck did this baby come from? Mm-hmm. But I suppose well, it does kind of make sense because they they do kind of introduce the baby part. At the beginning of Super Metroid, so I guess it's yes, not they do. that weird. Uh, yeah. yeah, they pull Symphony of the Night. Yeah, yeah. They they pretty much do almost like a recap of what yeah. happened at the very end of Metroid Two. Yeah. Just to kind of catch people up. But Metroid Two was a very odd case in the it's sense. An odd duck. Well, it. it was just in the sense that I feel like people knew it had come out, but at the same time a lot of people played Super Metroid thinking like what did i miss in between like the mm-hmm. nintendo version and this one and so it's it just i grew up playing more of metroid 2 than of the original metroid. well and it's funny yeah. because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people just it really kind of became the kind of the 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 black sheep of the family if oh, you will of course, yeah the sequels often did back then but it's funny because i mean the game actually sold like over a million copies so how like it, it's. I don't know if it was one of those things that back then, like people just forgot that they loved it, and mm. then they realized that one and Super Metroid were so close together that it's like, oh, this one's really, really weird. Number two is just. Bleh. Well, and you're to go back to your point about like people saying, well, what did I miss? Like between one and three, mm-hmm. it's like this also comes at a time when like gaming continuity wasn't. It wasn't really, really a thing. thing. No. I mean, I honestly can't think of, well, any series, really, on the Nintendo that, that told has, a cohesive, like, a one and a two. Yeah, that told that, a cohesive story. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, these did? Mm-hmm. You all right there, Kevin? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Looks like he's going to either throw up, sneeze, burp, or fart. Yawning, and then, like, something was, like, <laughs> seizing. It was weird. Oh, that was yeah. goofy. Felt but, weird. But yeah, like continuity wasn't really a thing that's ever been done in gaming. So it's mm-hmm. like maybe that's why people were like baffled. They're like, what? May- yeah, maybe. <laughs> or people were just dumb. Well, yeah, you I can never count that out. I don't know if uh, that's the case, but it's. That's yeah. like the case 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I think Metroid 2 developed the, the, the formula a little bit more. I did like that. Like. I Yes, uh, it did. The way, like. Weird to say it because, like, Game Boy is like a slightly like less powerful system, but like it felt more like fun to explore. It did, and compared to the original Metroid, it like was, it felt smoother. It was more, and 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 it's a hard way to say it because it's like it was more linear, but more like it still was ex- like 
Metroidvania was yeah. still exploratory. Yeah. In the sense that you could only go so far, you had to take out the Metroids, and then it was only after you killed all the Metroids, then the next, like, the lava, right. the the lava would go, would yeah, the lava would go down, <clears throat> and then you could go to the next level yeah. to look for more Metroids. Which is actually something funny that I wanted to bring up, is the fact that, like, met, the whole Metroidvania thing, mm-hmm. with the, the over... Because that, that genre is defined by the fact that there's one overworld... And then you can you move freely around you get that the new world. abilities to yeah. to unlock own, different yeah. areas of that map. Yeah, the original Metroid, if you really think about it, is the only one that does not follow a linear or that doesn't follow a linear path. No, once because I mean, there's sure you hit outside the, points, the beginning area, right? outside the yeah. beginning area to where you have to get the necessary abilities to travel, mm-hmm. which is basically just the the. High high jump shoes really, and the missiles yeah. are all you need, and then and then it's a playground. Mm-hmm. You the morph ball, I think you need. Well, to, the morph ball, you, of you're required to yes. have that. But other than that, like you look at, like you just said, Metroid Two, you can't progress unless you drop the lava. Mm-hmm. Super Metroid, well, Super Metroid plays a lot can. like the first Metroid. Yeah, I suppose you can kind of. But there are certain areas where you cannot get to until you unlock, yeah. like the equipment, basically. Yeah, that's yeah, true. There's, I like suppose there's more, and, there's more mm-hmm. technical locks yes, than there yeah. was in the original. Yeah. So that one, I suppose, is kind of is more of the first one. But then, like, 4, it's it's definitely segregated to, like, those areas yes. that you, you have to follow this path. I just find it funny that it was Castlevania Symphony of the Night where the, the phrase Metroidvania came from. Yeah. But yet, Metroid had done it. Yeah. Long before <laughs> Castlevania did, yeah. but yet it took a Castlevania game to say, well, "Yes, this I think is a Metroidvania." All, I, I wonder if part of that's because of like the stylization of it. I mean, it and like the been. more acce- it was more accessible with the Castlevania games than it was with Metroid. I mean, maybe, but it could also have just been because of how popular yeah. Symphony of the Night was at the time. But yeah, that was just one point I wanted to bring up is like the the linear linearity of like how it's changed and like Metroid mm-hmm. kind of strayed away from the Metroidvania yeah. style, if that makes sense. Sort of, yeah. It mm-hmm. keeps the keeps the idea of it, but doesn't quite hit the way the first one does. No. Kind of like Legend of Zelda does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Where if you think about all the ones that came after it, it it kind of never really hits that point that like the first one did in Breath terms of, the Wild. of exploration. Well, yeah. Breath of the Wild was basically this generation's Zelda original, one. yeah, Zelda yeah. one, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. Because like yeah. it, outside of like one or two first starting steps, you're not there's no nothing to hold you back other than your skill, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, although I suppose there are certain areas that obviously still need the equipment because mm-hmm. you can't get across without the raft, you can't get across without the ladder. Right, right, so, right. And you get those in the actual labyrinths. Yep. Yeah. So. so there are certain ones you still kind of have to do before you can do other ones. Mm-hmm. So, But I can't remember when it was that I actually played Metroid 2 for the first time. But I honestly loved that game. It the was first, fantastic. The first time I played it, I'm just like, I can't believe that this came out on a Game Boy system. And yes... I will say, okay, the screen limitations, yes. It would have been a heck of a lot better had you been able to have a bigger screen to see more and stuff. But your character looked absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. The yeah. different types of Metroids that you encounter, from the alphas to the to the betas and the, the gammas, Gamma. um, I mean, some of them are just downright terrifying. 
and especially I, like as they're they're getting bigger when you yes, watch them or like, or you oh. can actually yeah and you can actually watch them like uh you can actually watch them like uh hatch from the eggs and stuff that and then the they get bigger part. it's like holy crap this is actually happening like in a game in 1990 alpha gamma zeta and omega yes the, the omegas were the oh the omegas were the freaking those are the big ones yeah but the game was absolutely terrifying. But it's it just it made you want to keep playing, especially when you because you had a countdown of how many Metroids were in that area. You once you took out all of them, then the lava would go down, and then a new area would be there to explore. It just, it it was a perfect, mm-hmm. it it was a perfect storm of just wanting to keep playing and keep oh, on yeah. making it through. And honestly, it was so good. And just the fact that. I think if anybody loves the Metroid series, they have to take Metroid 2 as... I, I, mean, I honestly think everybody's favorite Metroid is probably Metroid... Uh, Super, Super Metroid. Super Metroid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you have... No, they're wrong. And you have Metroid <laughs> 2 to thank for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Metroid 2 introduced so much of the equipment that the oh, yeah. has now. The, the spider balls. Spider uh, ball, yeah. the spring ball. Yeah, the, uh, the spring ball. The, there was two um, weapons that were introduced. Spazzer and the... Phaser? What is it? Plasma Beam. The Plasma Beam. Yes. The Spazzer was cool because it's the mm-hmm. one that split into the three. Oh, yes. Which I think yeah. they did in... Isn't that in Fusion as well? I think it's in Fusion or... Yeah, so. um, oh, yeah. They they did it for the remake of, of yeah. Metroid 2, Samus Returns. But it's funny because they it also... Metroid 2 is what gave Samus her iconic look when yes. she gets the various suit. Yes. This was the game that was responsible for that. Oh, yeah, that's right. It had the, the various suit. Yeah, yeah, in the original game, she just changed colors. Mm-hmm. Well, on a Game Boy, you can't really do that with a grayscale. They so it's like the they shoulders. did the bigger shoulders, and they, they yeah. buffed up the suit, mm-hmm. which is now her iconic look. Which is funny, because when the uh, Metroid Classic Series came out on the Nintendo, that's they used that suit yeah. for the cover of the Nintendo game, which came from the, the Game Boy game. Yeah, so yeah. it's like you have Metroid 2 to thank for like basically her for entire her character. Her look, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like Metroid 2, I remember playing it, oh god, when I was a kid, yeah. around maybe nighttime, mm-hmm. you know, I would go to, my parents make me go to bed 8.30, 9 o'clock. And I, you know, sheet over the I'm head, sheet over the head, and I had the light boy. I had the little light that plugged into the side. Hell yeah, you had the light boy. Absolutely, yeah. and uh-huh. I would I would play game. I've beaten so many games in the cover the, of night. <laughs> I, I tell you, I had the magnifying battery pack one that went on the top. Oh yep. yeah, so, I had that too. Because yeah. I, I I played a lot of Metroid Two on car trips to Detroit. Mm. So like I would just like. <laughs> Lay in the back seat of the, God, of the van. I'm, I'm jealous of you. I could not play video games while in a moving car. I, I would had, just get so sick. I had the thing that actually was a magnifier. So yeah. you'd, you'd mm-hmm. open it up, it has the two speakers, oh, see, have that the magnifier, and then the backlight. Oh, interesting. You had a whole setup. I, had whole setup. I hated that one. That thing one. was fucking amazing. Because I didn't have the brick. I started off with the pocket. Oh, really? That was my first system was the Game Boy Pocket. Oh, yeah, no, mine was the brick. Yeah, Mine was the brick. Mine was the gray brick. Mine was literally, like, the magnifier I had, when you put it on, in order to switch the game... You had to take it off. take it off. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that was, it was, but Metroid 2 was one of the games I had beaten Mm -hmm. in, in, you know, under night, night cover. Yeah. You know, and and I'll never forget it because I absolutely adored it. I remember mm-hmm. never being able to put it down. Yeah. I, w- I woke up the, the next morning very tired a lot of times because <laughs> I wanted to keep playing. Yep. Yeah. 
But yeah, so yeah. It's... Honestly, I think that yeah, number two is such an underrated gem of the Metroid series. Nobody really talks about it all that much, and honestly, it's it, it to me, it's their loss. It's their loss at that point because it's it was a fantastic game. It was yeah. so well done for the limitations that they had. I just I could not believe that that was capable on a Game Boy. Yeah, yeah, it, it was just really well thought out. Yeah. I also have to point something out. A little, little, little trivia nugget here. Yeah. So, SR388. Yes. It was named after a motorcycle. Not alien. It was revealed in an interview in 2004. Well, but they that still the name used... of SR388 was named the same... after the Yamaha SR400. They still use the same... They it's still, the same thing. It's the but, same lettering but, scheme. But though. that's why they. Well, so is SR. the motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, sure. So it's SR so is, is yeah. why they. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Interesting. Well, well it's, I always like well, proving you wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. Roadster, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then they Very shut the bed and Super Metroid came out. Super Metroid, man. Nice. Move on to that fucking. And then, game. and then it made history. I. Oh my god. Okay. See, I know this Super is gonna sound weird, Metroid. but like Super Metroid did not feel as fun to me as Metroid 2 did. Mm. It's weird. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like the, the directional being able to aim and stuff I, that you also had to get used to. I'm I'm there with you. Super Metroid, to me, doesn't rank as high as the other three. It's actually the last one in my... For me, my it is too. Like it, it just... Something about it feels different, and I've never been able to quite, like... Put your a, finger yeah. on it, yeah. Well, I have to say, I am a little bit, um, I, I attack it from the other direction because I played Castlevania Symphony of the Night before I played Super Metroid. Mm. Really? I had never played Super Metroid. Like, growing up, I actually never That's really... surprising. Growing up, I never really played the Metroid series. What a freak you are. I Get know. off. Get out of here. I know. Yeah. Power I know. trip's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's uh, it's just it's interesting because Metroid is like one of my favorite series of all time now. Yeah. And um, yeah, I had played uh, Symphony of the Night before I played Super Metroid, and when I played Super Metroid for the first time, I thought, oh my god, like this is where they got Symphony of the Night from. Is literally <laughs> from this game. Yeah. Like just the 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 way the the atmosphere, the uh, the save points and stuff, like where you could go to save anywhere. It's like it, it was just incredible, and so I think that's why I ultimately loved it as much as I did, is because it was so much like Symphony of the Night. But maybe I mean it was still a, a fantastic, it's still great. Oh, yeah. it's just, I, I do yeah. like Super Metroid. Mm -hmm. I think what Super Metroid to me it was the soundtrack. I didn't care for the soundtrack of Super Metroid see, and compared I, to the other. See, story. and I love and I love the soundtrack though. Super Metroid. It's one of Maybe. my one of my favorites on the system. Yeah. Well, because yeah. I am sort of like, well, I'm sort of like you, where I didn't play Super Metroid until late because I grew up as a Genesis kid. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a Super or a Super Nintendo till my adulthood. Yeah. yeah. So like, I didn't really experience Super Metroid until way after the fact. Mm -hmm. So way after I've played Fusion and Two. So you had already one. had yeah. So you'd already had kind of like your your sentimentality was. Mm -hmm. For one and two and yeah. yeah the earlier ones yeah but like Super Metroid to me maybe it was it was I mean, don't get me wrong the game's still a classic like the ability to fire in all the directions was a huge a huge improvement the just the extra abilities you get and except just, for grapple beam I fuck grapple the beam. grapple beam was the grapple flawed. beam was uh, yeah it was flawed 
The ground yes. beam was flawed. It was hard to use. Um, it just, I don't think they had precision down enough on those types of controllers no. for that type of movement that they wanted to do. They kind of compensated for that, though, with the, with the ability to use the trigger as, as her diagonal aim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it yeah. So still it, doesn't. It kind of worked out. It was just the fact of getting off of it was not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what I would say is the the biggest flaw for me of the game is is honestly it's not even of the game itself but it is it's a victim of its success in Mm. the same way that symphony of the night was is that Mm. it was so beloved and so well done that it unfortunately became the standard of this is how Metroid games have to be. Like they have to be copied like this. Now. Kind of like how Link to the Past exactly standard for Zelda. The Link to the Past was so beloved yes. that that's how Zelda or that's how Link looked in the next however many games. Hence why we've never had another game quite or at all like Adventures of Link. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. And, and so even in the same way Super Mario Three, yeah, kind of did it because you never had another game like Super Mario Two. No. So like yeah mm-hmm. you're right I think it, and it's that's games, exactly yeah, but, right and it's games that back then were but, they were like they were liked and yeah. now all of a sudden everybody's like oh that game sucked <laughs> can't believe I'm saying this in Mario's defense Super uh, Mario Three was superior in every way to two well that's very true the the only so, like, the only thing two had was difference of characters yeah he came to the defense of <laughs> Mario I know yeah wow that must be sick. <laughs> but Are like feeling okay? that's one of those ones where like there was very little to learn from Mario 2 that Mario 3 and the other games didn't improve upon that's true at least yeah. in like at least with like Zelda 2 there was a bunch of shit they could have learned from that one for didn't. the later Zelda games I know but mm-hmm. you, I mean, they've literally pulled nothing from Zelda 2 no, yeah. no not nothing. one iota from that game has ever leaked into another game well, and I feel like that's where like a lot of people don't realize that a lot of stuff from Metroid 2 showed up in Super Metroid yeah. and oh, yeah. then some, but now everybody thinks like, oh no, like Super Metroid, did this. Super Metroid is the one that, that is doing this and all yeah. this stuff that came from Super Metroid, it's like, no, it really didn't. It came from Metroid 2, but they, for all intents and purposes, are, I don't think they've ever really went back to it other than the, the remake that they right. did, Samus Returns. Um, but they've really done a, a a pretty thorough job of kind of almost erasing Metroid Two from the Metroid series. Yeah, like it's just. Uh, uh. Well, that wasn't until the remake. Yeah, but right, right. But still, but but like I said though, I think that that Super Metroid just unfortunately became a victim of its own success mm-hmm. in the same way that that. Symphony of the Night did where then it became the standard and everybody just, just said yep, shadow and everything it else did. that does the same and, stuff and everything else that came after it had to look like that otherwise it wasn't Metroid yeah. it wasn't Castlevania if it didn't follow this pattern and it's like mm-hmm. you don't need to do that but yeah and to its credit though Super Metroid <clears throat> is pretty fucking incredible it, it recaptured that feeling of the first one yes, it to a T and then added upon it. Well, yes. I, I mean, say, you're exploring I, the same planet, but it's, it's you, completely the different. You're in the art ruins. St- I, to be honest, the expanded art style in that one, I absolutely the, love it. Yes, oh, me too. And have, like the color palette and stuff. You have, the expanded, you have the expanded style. You mm-hmm. have the different environments where you have Norfair, <laughs> you have um, Brinstar, you have Meridia. 
Um, you have all these cool, very unique locations. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, it makes it so easy to explore because then you started having the mini-map. Yeah, that you could it did the auto map for you that you could refer to. So it's like you knew ex you knew exactly where you were going, and it made you want to explore because you knew, oh, I've been here before, or hey, this is a new area I've never been here before. Yeah. So yeah, did let's see what this is about. Zelda or Zelda, Metroid Two didn't have a map. I don't believe it did. No, it didn't. Did no, it? Uh, I was trying to think. If I it did. Want the only to, map I want that to say is that the you, one that came in the box, I believe. I don't think there was a map that came with the. Cause I had one growing up in two. Yeah, that's I want to. Yeah, but I feel like there was. But maybe I think Metroid wasn't. Two came with a uh, with the map. No, I I think you're right. It, it, okay, yeah. Three was the first one to introduce an auto map. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I I couldn't remember game, if I, I couldn't say. remember if you pushed start if it showed you where you were going. Yeah, maybe not in two, but, but I think not, there was but, a poster. Yes, but yeah, I think there's a poster that came with it. I don't know. I got. Find it. Cause I don't think I, I. I don't think I have a poster. Yeah, I mean that would be pretty fucking cool if it if if it did mm -hmm. have a game because that's always what Metro needed was it was some form it of needed map. it needed that map yes uh -huh. and honestly it's I I honestly think that after Super Metroid you can't make a two D Metroid game anymore without the map. No. You did just, you Super can't. Metroid have like the mini map in the corner or was yes. that? Yeah. That, okay. It cool. had the mini map. It had the mini map in the upper right hand corner, which then yeah. became a staple. Yes. To be honest, not even in just in Metroid, but in that genre in general. Yes. All of those all games of have had a the form of a mini map, which yep. is incredible. Like, how how influential is your game series where you've literally just redefined an entire genre? Mm -hmm. Or well, I should say, just defined a genre. Oh yeah. For you know sure. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's why I hate that Metroid doesn't. It, like, there's not more hype for it. No. Well, and it's it's weird because, and and this is one thing that I I always have a hard time wrapping my head around, because you have game series that have been super popular, like obviously like, um, like the uh, the Mario series. I mean, where you have games like Super Mario Bros. on the Nintendo sold over forty million copies. Yeah. Super Mario Two. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what is wrong with you? So much. Yeah, I was going to say, fine. where do we start? I mean, you even have, like, okay, games like Dr. Mario on the Game Boy sold 5 million copies. Jesus. Super, uh, let's see, Dr. Mario on the NES was 4.85 million. Um, holy crap, where is... God, there's been so many Mario games. <laughs> oh, I yeah, mean, the it, Lost Levels. Sold it's almost ridiculous. The Lost Levels, which didn't even come out here. It only came out in Japan. Sold 2.65 million copies. And so, obviously, you have a very successful franchise of, of Mario. But when you think about, okay, what are the most successful IPs that Nintendo has ever created, people would be very quick to say Mario, Link, and Metroid. Or, or like it's Samus, yeah. like those those characters are probably the most iconic, and and Simon Belmont, the yeah. Castlevania series, and so you have these high sales figures, but then you look at the Metroid series, the first one, which was considered an absolute success, sold two point seven million copies, hmm. in like compared to Mario, which was at like uh, forty million. Because Jesus. I mean, I mean, yes, it was a packing game. But then you look at a game like Zelda, 
the first Zelda game, sold 6.5 million copies. And then you had Metroid, which only sold 2.7 million copies. It's like a drop it's like, in the hat. It's such a, it, it's such a drop, but it became such an iconic series. But then when you actually look at all of their other sales like that Metroid did, I mean, you think, okay, Super Metroid, landmark game, must have sold, like, at least five, six million copies. Mm-hmm. It had to have, because it's it's so well-beloved, and so many people know of that game's existence. Sold 1.4 million copies. Which one? Super Metroid. Get out of Super here. Super Metroid. That can't be. 1.4 million. Wow. That's Metroid, surprising. Metroid Fusion was 1.6 million. What was Metroid 2? Mm-hmm. Metroid 2, 1.7 million. Really? Yeah. That is insane to me. One of the the most successful Metroid games of all time was Metroid Prime. That I believe. 2.8 million. It still doesn't even hold a hat to any game in the Zelda franchise. How can Ooh. something how can something so beloved and so iconic as Samus and the Metroid series have uh, been such low sellers? Well, because it could be one of those things where is that the like, art and the style become part of like the zeitgeist, but they don't actually the games themselves. The games themselves kind of are, like kind um, are just a passing like blip. Kind of like the Metal Gear series, where those games themselves you'd think would be successful, but they've actually had diminishing returns since what was it, Solid One? Since um, the first I game, so like three and no, four. No, I think no, so. I think the, the second one. No, like, I thought no, Solid did solid, super great. Solid did super good. But, but like then still, 2, 3, like and 4, never... like 2, 3, and 4 were basically, they were like, weren't they getting losses well, on those? Well, even even Metal Gear Solid 1, I don't think it ever like made a substantial profit. The Metal Gear Solid franchise as a whole is like, it's a money pit for Konami. I thought is, Solid 1 was which is highly, why, I, I thought Which so is too. why Konami never really wanted to keep letting Koji, like, Kojima, Kojima yeah. keep doing anything he wanted was because he would pump more money into the games than they would ever make out of them. Hmm. I find that hard to believe with Solid One, because that's like yeah, one of, well. that, like when somebody talks PlayStation, you you hell, what are you best... just say Metal Gear? Yeah. They're like they oh, imagine Metal, Gear, Metal Solid? Gear Solid, yeah, not the original Metal Gear for the Game no. Boy yeah. or for the for, for the, the NES and for the NES, yeah, like yeah, that's... it's one of those weird, weird franchises where yeah, it's just it's not a moneymaker. Well, that one, that much I know. But it's yeah, they've made weird. like five of these fucking games. More than that, probably. Well, mm-hmm. Way more. Yeah, well, the solids, yeah, anyway. Well, because you got Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, Solid. 3, 4, 5. Then you have like Peace Walker. Acid. 1 and 2, I think. And then there was Acid. And those are all part of the same. Yeah. Because, so. I mean, even the remake and had then, to have done pretty good. And then good. you had like the VR missions. Then you had. Uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Yeah. I mean, Metal Gear Solid Worldwide. Six million copies. And that's just the original release. That's just the original release. So that's still pretty good. The well, yeah. I, I'm... Metal Gear Solid 2, uh, seven million worldwide. <laughs> Are you serious? Metal Gear Solid 3 Worldwide. That may be Three's... when it That may be when it started dropping because then you had 4.3 million. And then Metal Which is Gear... funny because, like, if you hear fans talk, three is like the best in the series. Metal Gear Solid: The Twin Snakes didn't even sell a hundred thousand copies. That's Wasn't the, rem- that the remake. That's the remake. That's the remake of that, one. And that one was pretty fucking good. That was yeah. a good remake. Seventy-one thousand five. I wonder if that's because of the platform. Because that was it could have been. Yeah. And honestly, GameCube, I don't think was 
very successful, so even Metal, though it was such a great system. So Metal Gear Solid Five sold six million copies. That one was four, also because four sold yes that and then uh, five did seven million plus copies, which makes me think that okay if the if the series is not selling all that well like, or if it's not making money it's because of how much money they're pumping into yeah it. That's, I was about that's, to say maybe we're comparing you, apples yes, and oranges I think that's what yeah. might be that might be what's going on that's here. that's why like I said like Konami it's, just it seems pretty it seems pretty successful to me they like yeah sales numbers are great but then when you figure in how much budget that he uses yeah. and then marketing and stuff they they don't make money back it's basically really. it's basically just advertising for konami yeah, yeah. i about to say if kojin was putting just 200 million in something but then like metroids are putting in 10 yeah i suppose really metroid is the victor then mm-hmm. but yeah I mean, that makes more sense because yeah, i'm like to, those numbers you'd think yeah wow but, but to me the the biggest eye-opening moment was the fact that samus returns the the remake in 2017 for the 3ds when you think that the 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 there are so many 3ds's out there yeah. mm, the population of so how many sales terrible. it's been uh, like I, I i honestly want to say like 100 million probably have sold of 3ds's and that game it's a metroid series game first one in like so long, long time 2d yeah 2d i i think actually outside of federation force metroid prime um it was it was the first metroid game in seven years it sold less, like just a hair over half a million copies. What? Wow. The number at the top. Nintendo 3DS family, 75 million. That's such a that's huge all base. Three, that's all 3DS like variants, that but that's still is such a huge that's base. A lot of fucking 3DSs. Well, and I know we've talked about this probably ad nauseum about this point, but it's like this also came off. This is like Samus Returns was coming right off the. The, the heels switch. of the switch. Yes, the switch came out in March, and, uh, and, and what was it? Samus Returns came out in October or September. Sadly, like the switch yeah. killed the 3ds. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, yes. it's what they were going for. Yep. But at the same time, like it, that was just bad timing. But and that's why <clears throat> and that's why I'm I'm super excited for Dread because I think that Metroid is finally going to get its time in the sun Me now, too. where you're going to see that this game is going to sell multiple millions of yeah. copies and because it's there's there's the the client base is out there for all of the switch owners but it's a metroid game and you're finally going to see there's a lot of lovers of the metroid yeah. series out there honestly i think that the numbers for samus returns would have easily doubled had they put it on the switch held it off and put it on the switch and yes stuff. Definitely. If they had not done 3DS and held off, released it on Switch, that easily would have broken a million. To be honest, I'm surprised they haven't ported it over in anticipation for Dread. I think that that's, well, and I think that that's why um, there's been so many copies of of Breath of the Wild that sold, is um, that game has actually sold 24 million copies. As a system seller. But that's also because of the fact that that was, at one point, that was like the only game on the system. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like... It was that, Super Bomberman R, and Just Dance or something So it's like, like, you want to switch? Well, guess what? This is... You have a very limited amount of games to pick from, so guess what? You may want to get this one and just enjoy it. Yeah. But I, I honestly think that yeah, had they done that, had they released Metroid Return of Samus for the Switch at that same time too, you would have saw those numbers go up just because 100%. people just just wanted to play games on the Switch at that point. It was yeah. a new system. 
And it would have done great. Yeah. Like, I I think... Like we said, this is such an underrated series, and mm-hmm. yet it's not. It's such an enigma. It's, it is. It, it is an absolute enigma in the sense that people... A lot of video game people know it, love it, but the yeah. sales numbers just do not reflect that that many people know what the Metroid series is. Right. Yeah. It's like I don't think I, I've ever met a gamer who's who says that they just don't like like the Metroid series. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it still baffles me. Yeah. But like Super Metroid, like I said, it's iconic. Everyone who had a Super Nintendo owned Super well, Metroid. I suppose there's another way that you can relate to it. I, I suppose <laughs> Metroid is basically the the equivalent of like comic book characters. Tons of people know who they are. Not a lot of people actually read comics. I suppose that's no, true. It could be. I mean, yeah. I know who all the Avengers are. Yeah, but, but like, I don't read comics. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it could be one of those things. Like I said, it became part of the cultural like pop phenomenon. Like, I, like just because of how I, like iconic it looks, and it became like a household name because of like Nintendo Power and stuff like that. And then, and you had Mother Brain in the Captain and the cartoon, like cartoon and comic books too. Yeah, yeah. so like yeah. it became stuff like that, and it just it persisted because of stuff like that. Because people who knew it would see it, I'm like, oh yeah, that, that, you know, that's the the Metroid thing. Hmm. And they, they they maybe never played the game. <laughs> they see Samus says, oh, it's Metroid. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> just like everybody. Metroid, sees... you here for Metroid? <laughs> <laughs> like people will see Link and they're like, oh yeah, Zelda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, Zelda it, game. my guess is it's probably something like that. And then, like, other than people who, like, were already playing the games. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could be. Because, like I said, everybody that I know who... You, you see a you... Super Metro or a Super Nintendo in their house, there's Super Metroid right there in the show. Yep. Yeah. You know? And rightfully so. Game's great. Mm-hmm. Beginning to end, it's, 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 it's not... I wouldn't say it's an easy game, but it's not no. a hard game. No. Like, some of the bosses can be a little trickier, but, mm-hmm. like, that ending is fantastic yeah. yeah like that was one of the most awesome heart-wrenching yeah but yet satisfying moments when mother brain oh, oh and, and poor baby metroid poor all grown up metroid. saves you because you're her you're his mommy you're the, you're the metroid's oh. mommy yep it's so cute and that baby saves you again see yeah twice over yeah <laughs> with fusion that's right yep which we'll move on to fusion right after metroid 3 Super Metroid. You go, she's exploring a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets infected with, with this X-Parasite, which takes over her suit. Yep. And the only way they can fight off this X-Parasite is with its natural predator, the Metroid. Yep. Well, her stupid ass wiped out all the Metroids. Good job, Samus. Well, but, see, that's the funny thing is, like, without the Metroids, the X overpopulate way too quickly. Yeah. But Metroids themselves overpopulate any environment too quickly. That's right. Mm-hmm. Metroids never really had so, a predator. Nope. So it's one of those things where it's like having either of them sucks. Having neither, like one or like not having Metroids sucks. So it's like you're kind of screwed unless you quarantine like a single planet for them to live on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's which and even that with the way three eighty eight. Even then with the way they. They freaking they mutate Metroids mutate constantly. Who's to say they wouldn't have eventually gotten off the planet anyways? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But I honestly think that Metroid Fusion is basically the precursor for what Dread yes. became. Oh yeah, because that was the first time. Even though 
the Metroid series had been known for just isolation and kind of fear elements where you were just kind of fearful to explore because you were so alone and so isolated. This was the first time where it almost turned it into... It had slight feelings of survival horror because you were being hunted by something. By something that was constantly following you, constantly on your trail, that was scary, that was unknown, and you didn't know how to fight it, basically. <laughs> and well, you couldn't that, fight it. No, you really couldn't. Because how many of us tried that first time? Yep. <laughs> Dropped down, just started pumping missiles, and was like, I'm good. I think I'm in over my head. <laughs> yeah. So the SAX, I, oh God, and the first time that they show the SAX... Where it's just it's Samus's face, but there's no, but there's no eyes. It's just like white eyes, and you're just like, this is terrifying. And then the music goes down, and it's like the lights go down, and you could just see the SAX's light like looking for you, and you're just like, oh my god. I I will admit the first time that I got to an to an SAX scene he shit himself I held <laughs> I held my breath because I didn't want it to hear me I literally held my breath <laughs> oh yeah absolutely fusion was it was the perfect blend I remember the first time I played fusion and I felt and I even told you I said I think it's sacrilege to say this because <laughs> people love super metroid so much but I think fusion's my favorite mm-hmm. it takes everything that was great about about Super Metroid, but it throws in that survival horror aspect and that horror aspect that I just absolutely mm. adore. And I, I just thought, like, this is... This is really good. This is by far my favorite. Yeah. It's debut week. It sold above 100,000 units. Which it was on the coattails. It, it released the same day as Metroid Prime. Yep. And there August was... August 22nd, 2002. Yeah. Holy cow. We're going up on uh, 19 years. It's, it's going to be soon to be 19 years. Oh, I'm sorry. Fusion had a release day November 18th on August 22nd. It announced that the game could connect with Prime. Oh, they didn't release on the... Oh, they didn't release on the same day. I mm-hmm. thought that they were... Oh, I thought that they... They were they close. I remember oh, that. Okay. Though, yeah, you could use the link cable but yes. and get the suit. And, and that's... Yes, because they, they tried to interconnect them where you could do things on Fusion that would then translate into Prime and you could get stuff by, like, having it talk to your system. Yeah. Yeah. What did you get other than the suit? I think that was it. Oh, okay. you just got the fusion suit. It was probably more of like the like, can we do this? Is it possible? Yeah. And it was a way of just kind of cross selling. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was the fir- fusion was the first one to use cutscenes. Yeah. As, as shown, like what you so mm-hmm. eloquently put, the Samus without the eyes, which yep. was fucking terrifying. Oh god. And it was the first one to give you more direct orders it basically was yeah. the game became mm-hmm. almost mission based yeah where they're gonna tell you where to go mm-hmm. and that's you know that was the first for the series yeah so that's because now now you're not alone anymore mm-hmm. you know and the other ones well technically you are still because it's a computer yeah but somebody's actually talking to you whereas yeah. the other ones there's literally no dialogue well and it's so funny because even though in this one you feel like it's it's probably the closest you've ever felt to not being alone because you constantly have adam talking to you but you have never felt more scared <laughs> in any in any metroid game yeah like since this one yeah and it's so weird because it's like you're not actually technically alone 
but yet I'm more terrified now than I was like just by myself because yeah. I know that nothing was chasing me. Yep, and this was this one also introduced uh, multiple versions of the missiles besides just the super missile. Yeah, you the got ice the fusion, ice missiles, and the diffusion missiles. Yeah, I love the diffusion. Oh, one. those ones, yes. You yes. Open it up with the ice gonna... beam, it charges, and then it hits and does the spiral. Yeah. Because I was gonna say with the uh, with Super Metroid, you had the different kinds of missiles. You yeah. had the you had the the regular, regular missile, super. the super missile, and then you also had the uh, the bombs, and then the super bombs. Yep. Yes. This um, one just had the uh, yeah ice missiles and diffusion, which just which mm-hmm. increased the blast radius. Um, I, I'm sorry, not super bomb. The power bombs. How we been? Because I every time I see power bomb, I just think of uh, for some reason I always thought of the wrestling um, move. Yeah, Big Van Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. I don't know why. <laughs> Whenever I, I was gonna use a power bomb, I was like, power bomb time. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, the, and I agree with you. This is this one's my favorite it's of all time. Fusion's far. fucking incredible. By far. Yeah. Like I've enjoyed the Prime series. I enjoyed um, Other M, but like Fusion, there's just there was something special about it. Yeah. Like I don't know how many batteries I killed on my 3D. I mean, I'm a uh, your like, your Boy. SP. No, I had. <laughs> No, not batteries. I had, the, uh... No, I had that the clear purple <gasps> Game Boy Color. Oh, you had the first Game Boy Advance that actually yeah, did run the, on yeah. batteries. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't the rechargeable battery pack no, that mine was, was in the purple, like the clear one where you could pull out in the back. Yes. Mine oh, was like yours first, didn't yeah, even yeah. have the backlight then. No. The original oh ones didn't God. have the backlights. Nope. Yeah. That's right, because the SP had the backlight. Had the backlight. It, that that was, was a true upgrade to your Yes, system. it was. Yep. Yes, it was. The SP was fan mm. My only thing with the SP is the SP felt too small for my hands. Yeah. yeah. I have, the SP was pretty small. I'm a big dude, so, like, my hands are bigger. So, like, having the wider, like, like Game Boy yeah. Advance was yeah. nice. It was, and honestly, I think it was a bigger screen, too. It might yeah, have been. Yeah, I think it was, it was a bigger, yeah, it was a little yeah. bit of a bigger screen. But, yeah, mine so. was... But mine was like in that era when yeah. all the, like all handhelds were like that cool clear plastic. Oh, of like course, that. atomic, oh, atomic purple. <laughs> it was like ever since the Game Boy Color. I loved those. Granted, yes, it did suck when you're like Elfson, light shifts, and you're like, huh, gotta move yeah, so I can ex- see. Exactly, that was the one thing <laughs> that, that I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand that about the not backlit. It's like. Where where somebody would move like in your way and you're just like ah, can't see. That's why they had the, the like the port where you could do like the Game Boy to Game Boy communication where you mm-hmm. could do like the light and stuff. I think on that one too. Oh, okay. So it was like yeah. one of those spiral book lights that just kind of. Oh went. yes, yes, yes! I remember those. Yes. Oh. I remember those. All right. Well, around the same time Fusion came out, we had Zero Mission. Oh yes, the yeah. remake of the original, which people didn't like as much, even though it actually gave us more of a backstory to her. It because did. it explained a little bit about her past when, well, like with Ridley. Yeah. And then you had that extra segment when you had you didn't at have the, the very, suit anymore. Yeah. At the very end, so what happened in the original game, in the original Nintendo game, is you beat Mother Brain, you do the the escape. Uh, pattern and then you get into your ship you take off and the planet explodes well what happens in zero mission well, except for the planet doesn't explode technically 
No, oh, yeah, no, it doesn't explode. But it's wherever you were, that's where it was exploding. But, but in the Zero Mission remake, they added something where once you got into your ship and you took off, the pirates chased after you. Your ship crash landed back on the planet, and then you basically were you lost all of your equipment. You had your stun gun. I think you only had a stun gun, and they took you prisoner, and so you then had to escape the lair of the space pirates. Mm-hmm. And so it ended up being like this whole, like, new scenario. Granted, that it scenario went into like stealth. Almost. Yeah, granted that scenario only was like fifteen twenty minutes, but yeah. still, it was like it was a nice little bonus where you thought the game was going to end and it, it didn't. It didn't. And end. it, it, it gave us the modern like now like in iconic and like Smash stuff like the Zero Suit. Mm-hmm. Yes, pretty much. Like yeah. her original suit in the first game when you did when you beat it with enough time. Looks nothing like the Zero Suit. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for God's sakes, it's a, it's a swimsuit that's, like, yeah. that's purple or pink. Yeah, yeah. basically that, that's, that skin-tight, almost latex Yeah, the blue, blue, the blue suit, yeah. Zero Suit Samus yeah. was yeah. from this game. Yeah. Zero Suit Samus. <laughs> and the sales numbers definitely reflected that people did not really care for this game. It didn't even, didn't even sell a million copies. No. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of criticisms for its short length yeah. were a thing, and it's, 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 it's it, it was a Nintendo game, and it's, right. and honestly, it was like three or four hours to me. Like that's that's the sweet spot. I'm gonna start that's writing the bad sweet reviews. Spot of video I'm gonna start games. writing bad reviews for Donkey Kong for being too short. Yeah, right. Well, they said like a lot of places said unless you like coming into this series fresh, like this is your first Metroid game, you probably won't enjoy it as someone who's enjoyed the other three or four, I guess. Because this is just a know. stale, whatever. It's one, uh, yeah. but it's but it was updated in like Super Metroid style, and yeah. I think that honestly, it was very well done. I thought it was fantastic. I, what they yeah. did with it. If it wasn't so expensive, I would buy myself a copy of it. <laughs> Hopefully, I still have my copy. Oh, you do. Oh, I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do too. So. So that's all the. Uh, but that's mainline. That I guess. is the mainline 2D Metroid games until. Well, technically, other other M. No, Does, it's, other M's it's not really two D though. No, it wasn't really two D. Well, it's at two point five, but and it in, is still technically one of the main lines. And I would almost even say that um, the the remake of two, Return of Samus, was somewhat of a pseudo three D as well too, where mm-hmm. it was. Well, 2D, even even Dread's going to be that two point five D. Yeah, but it was so. yeah, but it, there was elements where it's like, oh, this is not just quite. I, 2D. I think Dread is going to like the remake is fully rendered in 3d but then only uses like the 2d static camera angles except for oh, certain areas gosh. oh it's almost like um it's like what capcom did with the uh, street fighter characters where they were all fully rendered in 3d like the characters were but the environments were still 2d no from what it looks like the environments are probably gonna be 3d too but they're just gonna use static cam on the side oh gotcha because and then the camera will shift because there's uh, in one of the trailers samus gets like the upgraded like super beam to destroy mm-hmm. one of the Emmys mm-hmm. and like the cam she charges the beam and the camera goes behind her and she shoots it yeah so hmm. well outside of that though you've got the 2D series but then you had the 3D fully immersive 3D series which was the Prime Good series old Prime series and this is the one that you will be able to talk more about than I am just because I've never fully completed Metroid Prime 1 and I think we're only what halfway through uh, 
what is it other m other m yeah so and i honest, and that's that's my only that's my only experience with the prime series i have all the games i have one two and three i've got other m but i've just never given the time to those games as i have to the original mm. the original series of them yeah um and even i really i mean i played most of one but i i'm like you i haven't finished it yeah and i have never played two or three though i would like to i, I really do want to I, I really thought that you I had finished, played two or three i finished uh, one Trying to remember which one is two. Is two the two is echoes? echoes? That's the one echoes. where you have the light blast or the light gun and the dark gun. That's that's where that was what uh, introduced was, Dark Samus. Then which one yeah. was three? That's three corruption. was corruption. Yeah. I think I beat two and then I started three. Because this all takes place in their timeline. This takes place between the original Metroid and Metroid Two. Yeah. Ah, I gotcha. Where you're so you're basically you battling the space pirates and their experiments it's, on this Talon Talos Talon yeah. Four or whatever. Yeah, five. it's before but, you go to SR three eighty eight. Yes, yes. Yeah. but um, this it, it experiences it, it explains more of her backstory and more mm-hmm. of the Chozo and There's talks a lot about of lore in those. These this is basically the first part of the series where you get extensive history. Mm, of of mm-hmm. Samus and where she came from and all of like the yeah just like where her like how she had the suit <laughs> I think even I love scanning <laughs> like the the messed up pirates like mm-hmm. uh, attempts yeah. at copying the suit where That's like also... you scan it and it's like a spine crushed or whatever yeah because it tried to do a morph tried ball. to do the morph ball and it just completely crumbles their skeleton because and they can't figure out how to get that technology to work I don't know if it is from um, other M or if they started it in the Metro Prime trilogy but isn't that where they also go into the backstory of Adam and who Adam actually is for, uh, other M does it the most I believe. oh okay. I think other M oh, okay. focuses more on okay. It. Yeah, they actually like go into the backstory in this in that series of why he call they call yeah. her lady. And... Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, the Prime series deals more with with um, Ridley, I believe. Yeah, more with Ridley. Oh, okay. And and the Phazon, which is like it comes from a, a meteor or something from something and. It's been a while since I've yeah. done those. Mm-hmm. Movies, I must so. say, it's been a long time since I've played those. Yeah, to be and honest. unfortunately, I I was into the like the first Prime game for like for a while, and I was playing it, and I think I got more than halfway through, and it was one of those things where I think I just got sidetracked. I stopped playing for a while, and then I just forgot where I was, and so now it's like I would probably just have to start from the beginning yeah in order to understand yeah in order to start like to to know where i was well and Uh and for me like the weird thing about it was especially if you weren't playing the wii version Mm -hmm. like yeah i've got the first person controls in games have come so far compared to like some of the stuff they were trying to do in that one Mm -hmm. so like because you couldn't aim like pinpoint aim and shoot yeah, you so had to come to a stop, hold the trigger, and then you could aim. Yeah, it got weird. Yeah. So I, I, I honestly, I would, I would kind of like to see those updated to using actually like modern first person controls. Well, the Wii version, you had used the, the remote. You used the yeah. remote, but you can still move. Yeah, uh-huh. from what I remember, like I said, it's been a long time since I've played, but it, but it was still, they, it was still super fucking impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. what they did with with the metroid series in prime because well, it was just uh, it'll be interesting too what they can do with with prime 4 because oh, yeah. obvi- because obviously they they the controls have improved a lot 
in, in that time. Well, since and because one, Nintendo's two, kind of moving away from motion controls, so that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Huh. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Prime, though, for, for the next one. What's so interesting? So, if the player completes Metroid Prime with all of the items obtained, the Metroid Prime is shown reconstructing itself into the body resembling Samus. Yeah, it pulls oh. out. At the end of the first. It pulls out of the, the pool. That's oh, right. interesting. Because yeah. at the end, you have to absorb the Phazon okay. and blow it up. Uh, that's basically where the end of the first one is. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, I was, okay, huh. that's what I thought. Yeah. The second one is where you use, yeah, the two different... You're, you're like... Traveling between white and dark, pretty much. But yeah. I can't. There's a. I can't remember what the names are. Yeah. All I know uh, is that, light realm yeah. and shadow realm. All I knew was is that on Yu-Gi-Oh here. Yeah. All I know is that that one was was where um, Dark Samus was introduced. Mm-hmm. Which because Which was just a copy. Well, it was, but it's Dark Samus kind of took on a life of its own because of of uh, Smash Bros. Yeah. So now it's like Dark Samus has really been like its own character. <laughs> Yep. I suppose sort of like Dark Pit. Yeah. Prime Echoes follows Samus. Yeah, Sensor Rescue Galactic Federation Marines near a ship near Aether, a planet inhabited by a race. The Luminoth. That's what oh, it is. Oh, okay, yeah. Luminoth. Yes, uh. and then that's where you f- you fight the space pirates and her mysterious doppelganger, Dark Samus. Mm-hmm. And then go to th- Corruption. Yeah, let's see. I'm going to look for Corruption real quick. Because maybe it was... Maybe it was I just... Echoes features the parallel dimensions, the light aether and dark aether. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Changes because I remember that one specifically because you had these weird pockets because you would take damage while you were in if you didn't have the right suit. Yeah. So you'd have to shoot these things to make these pockets come up to where you could travel into. Th- it was very cool. Mm-hmm. Like they just did a really neat fucking idea. Oh, that's right. This one had a multiplayer. Yeah. This was back when they were tacking on fucking PvP. Oh, yeah. They actually used split screen. You had six arenas and deathmatch. Oh, my God. Like, well, what and the then fuck? they also released um, Hunters. Yeah, Metro Prime, at, Metro Prime Hunters. For the 3DS? Not for the 3DS, for the DS. Oh, there, sorry. Jesus. For the DS. And they also did Metroid Prime Pinball. Yes. <laughs> Which... If I'm not mistaken... That probably sold better than the actual No, it, honestly, it didn't. It didn't. Um, so Prime Hunters did sell over a million copies. Really? 1.08. Prime Pinball sold about 250,000 copies. <laughs> so and bad. it's funny because I have seen Prime Pinball on multiple occasions, and I passed on it because I thought, this is this looks ridiculous, well, or I will I'll, maybe I'll get it like down the line, but yeah, I didn't want to pay for it. Um... And so now, I just recently looked at it, uh, Metroid Prime Pinball, um, I just looked at it to see, like, oh, okay, well, how, how much is it these days? It's almost $100 complete. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It's forty one sixty for just the uh, uh, price charting, for just the disc, and then it's $96 if you want to complete I'm like, uh, well, <laughs> I didn't want it back then. Now I probably definitely don't want it now. <laughs> it's not worth it. Did you find Corruption? So Corruption is your tra- you basically you end up traveling to the Space Pirate homeworld. Uh-huh. Which, but you be, but throughout the game you become more and more Phazon corrupted. Oh, okay, yeah. Because you're you're traveling with fellow bounty hunters. Oh. To, to take them out. So you end up going to Phase, 
which is where the Phazon is coming from. And basically, it's where you kill Dark Samus and a corrupted Aurora unit. Yeah, see, or I didn't finish that one, definitely. And once you defeat... Once you beat it, basically, you destroy Phase, rendering all Phazon in the galaxy inert. And then you lose contact with... They lose contact with Samus as their expl- exploding planet, whatever. It, yeah, three I honestly have never even seen. I watched my brother beat one and two, and I... It's like three I've never even... I think three was the one that... It was on the Wii, right? Three was Wii. Yeah. Because the... Um, first two were on the GameCube, First two were GameCube. Yeah. The third was Wii, and then they had the Metroid Prime Trilogy. Yeah, the trilogy was, yeah. was which was all Wii. three were on Wii. Yeah. And, and then Other M, obviously, was on the Wii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's the the Prime trilogy to me was fan fucking tastic. Oh like, yeah, in in its own right, it was great. Like I don't understand why people don't like it. There's a reason why it sold better than any other Metroid game in the series. Yeah, so Metroid Prime One. Part is... of the reason it didn't sell better, well, people don't like it, is because, like I said, the control scheme. Yeah. They went with the first person like viewpoint, and then didn't have it control like a first person shooter. Yeah, that's true. So, like, you've already lost a good segment of, of the people that might play it there. Honestly, I think that, I don't think the feeling of the game would have been the same if it had played like a first-person shooter. You don't have to have it as frantic, but yeah, it would have it would have benefited being able to look more freely. Think so? Yeah. And then I suppose so. Part of the other thing too is, as good as they tried to do it, platforming is a fucking oh, yeah. nightmare Pla- platforming in first person it was not, not it was not easy no. i think that actually may have been one of my my biggest um my biggest issues with the game and probably why i kind of maybe have walked away from it for a while is because of the fact that the platforming yeah. is just so it, it's a nightmare and to be perfectly honest i don't even think nowadays a first person game does platforming very well no I, even playing a game like Borderlands 3, sometimes trying to make some of those jumps is pretty fucking difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, unless you're doing that over-the-shoulder third-person, like, first-person platforming is fucking impossible. Well, it's interesting because, yeah, maybe people didn't like the first Prime, or this this shows it, because the... Okay, so 2002, Metroid Prime, the game sold 2.8 million copies, which is the, yeah. the most of any Metroid game of all time. So you would think, okay, well, they're going to capture that. Well, one's like, half? I mean, two's half that? Two is 1.1 million. So uh, sales dropped huge. I wonder the, why. What three do, then? Three went back up to 1.4 million. Wow. So people liked it after the, the second one. I wonder if that was just because more people had a Wii. I, I don't know, because Metroid Prime 2 came out in... In 2004. Does that have the... That the, was before the, that, that was before the Wii. Does that have right. the collected trilogy in there? Yeah. The Prime Trilogy sold about 600,000 copies. Jesus wow. Christ. So, now, it wasn't the fact that they weren't all... No. Yeah. I guess not. No. So, but, I mean, maybe, who knows? Maybe that was their, their biggest gripe, is the fact that this was a historically platform-heavy game where you... We're going from platform to platform, jumps and all that stuff, exploration, and yeah. Prime kind of turned it into a first-person shooter. Wow! Where Pseudo it was, shooter. it was beautiful. It was beautiful to see the environments, but mm-hmm. the lore of it, the it lore just... of it, the history that you got from it, from scanning stuff, was just absolutely incredible. But the fact that a lot of it was that pseudo first-person and movement was very difficult. Mm-hmm from that point um 
maybe there just wasn't enough to kind of I guess wow not. a lot of people. Because I about to say, I, I never played Hunters. Like I have Hunters. It, it's, it's it's sad. I have Hunters, and I've never played it before. Hmm. So I'd have to try it. Yeah. But I don't know. All I know is fucking Metroid Dread is coming it's, out, which I, mean, I have high hopes for. I we'll mean, see if it can if it can like hold up, kick out uh, Fusion from the, the throne. This is definitely yeah. one of those games that I think, um, op- like the day of release, I will try to uh, get myself a copy of it, and I am going to just uh, oh, yeah. pop it right in. I'm I definitely have it pre-ordered already. Yeah, one hundred percent. I this wish is, I could have gotten it. I could have got the special edition because the special edition looks kind of cool. Is the special edition sold out? Of course. Uh, of it is. Course oh yeah, it is. they sold I out. I think like, they sold out within the day. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, that's good news. I'm hoping yeah. that that people really go gangbusters for it. Unfortunately, currently in the way like collectors editions are, it's mostly scalpers. Uh, it's mm-hmm. yeah, for the most part. That's that's why I'm that's why I'm I'm not excited that all of them sold out because I guarantee you that probably 20 percent of the people who ordered the the collectors edition are the ones who actually are going to open it and play it. Yeah, yeah that's true. The rest are going to be sold on eBay. That's why, like, some of my collector editions that I got, I'm lucky I got them because scalpers were just trying to, yeah. oh, it's a collector's edition, let's scoop it up, and mm. now we'll put it, it, it's not even out, but we'll sell it for, you know, another $200 onto the price of what it's worth. Yeah. Stupid. So. So stupid. So, obviously, besides those, you have those weird offshoot ones, like we mentioned, the Metroid Pinball, you had Federation Force, which I to be honest, I still don't even really know what Federation Force even I is. I don't. I've seen it. Uh, that was the one for the 3DS. Yeah. I've seen it multiple times. I've passed on it every time. I don't um, know what it, It's not like... I don't... It doesn't I, play like a Metroid game, I don't, so I'm, I'm yeah, really quite sure what it's supposed to be. I don't know what it is. All I know is that people make fun of it a lot. Yeah? Um, is it supposed to be like a Battle Royale shooter, Kevin? I, yeah. Are you well, looking it up? It is a shooter. I remember that much. But I remember the art style, yeah, it's garbage. Oh, yeah, the art style looked completely ridiculous. Yeah, you, they almost look like chibi fucking robots. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? But, like, other than, yeah, those are the only two, like, weird offshoot games I can think of are Pinball and Federation. Well, like I said, Hunters. Oh, and yeah. Hunters. Hunters, Hunters was an offshoot, too. Yeah. yeah. Metro yeah. Prime Hunters and the, uh, and the, the, uh, Pinball was yeah it was offshoots for the ds and then federation force was 3ds um but yeah i don't i it's sad because i those are three offshoot games that came from the the metroid franchise but i've never played a single one of them yeah me neither and at this point it's kind of sad but I, i don't know if i really have like any desire at this time anyways to play them yeah, maybe at so one either. point. I mean, I have hunters. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll pop it in at some point and and play it. Just see like how it plays and if it's any good. But um, yeah, it's just I, I guess if it's not a main like series title that adds to like the storyline. Apparently, I don't... it does. Which one does? Metroid Prime. This story for Metroid Federation Force takes place after Prime Three. Oh. And it continues the story. Oh, maybe yeah. that's. Oh, maybe that's why I don't really care about it because I've never like you, I'm not as invested in the Prime series. You apparently you take the role of the Galactic Federation Marines, uh, going against the space pirates after uh, Samus defeated the the, the Phazon. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. 
I wonder if they'll do a thing if, once Prime 4 comes out, if they'll reference that then. Or if they're mm. just going to ignore it. Or if they'll ignore it. Because <laughs> technically Samus isn't there for that. Yeah. Because she's off doing whatever, and I think she ends up well, playing that's the why, SR388. That's why Prime could, technically, this could still technically happen. Mm. Yeah. That's why I thought it was weird that Prime was even considered part of the continuity. Yeah. Because there was weird, like, referential thing that, that contradicted the story. But... Well, and they tried to shove too much shit in between two games. Yeah. And then, like, having all of those, like, amazing suit upgrades that we never see anything about ever again. Yeah, well, that's just, like, The Legend of Zelda. Well, like, no, but, like, was, I was just about to... Well, I was just about to say, I mean, it's no different than most of those other main storylines where it's, like... I, I think they created games just to basically have them interesting and have them be fun for for players and the story was kind of like secondary uh, secondary it was yeah. off in the distance yeah. but now that there has been a, a complete paradigm shift in that people want cohesive stories and they want the lore expanded now they're trying to retrofit and say oh okay well this is the story and it fits here and this fits here and this fits here and it, the way that they used to tell stories there's no way to actually put the pieces right. together. So they're doing it the best way that they can, which obviously there's going to be times where it just does not fit together no matter how you attack it. It's not going to fit together. Right. But they're doing the best they can because people just want that cohesion. They want the story to fit together. Do people together. want it or do annoying fan bases want it? Well, like yeah. like Paul said, the mind just they the want order. shifted. It wants order. Yeah. I mean, back when and Metroid 1 yeah. came out, you were still... You, you wanted were, a fun game. You were on the arcade-style mentality of... of it's, it's basically a point grabber. Yeah. You know, you, so like gaming kind of shifted from that mindset to now it's, it's an experience as yeah. opposed to just a short-term... No, now Dang. it's a battle royale. Oh, oh ain't that's, that the fucking? That's truth. gonna be the next Metroid. Yeah. <sighs> Don't even joke about that. Please. They did it yeah. with your beloved franchise. Let's not do it with ours. All right. Yeah. Legacy of Kane went battle royale. Uh, it technically went like team death shooter. It went garbage, is yes. what it went. So Metroid could, and I don't like technically, it. Technically, Metroid's already done it, at and they have uh, Echoes. They did it technically. Mm -hmm. The multiplayer Federation Force oh, Hunters, fucking trash. So Metroid's mm. already got the preamble for it, so they're ready to go full on. Fuck Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. Metroid Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's gonna be called Met Night. Uh, Apartment. Oh god. Yeah. Please, no. But what's great about Metroid, and probably the greatest thing of all, is the fact that it, it kicked off an entire genre of games that are still being represented today. I mean, like we had mentioned at the beginning, Axiom Verge 2 how, just recently released. How many of these indie developers are basing their oh games based off of the Metroidvania like yeah. style of gameplay? I mean, you have both the Axiom Verge games. You have a robot named Fight, which is basically looks just like super fucking metroid mm -hmm. except i think it's a roguelite which mm -hmm. is weird yeah that is you weird. have exiles end which came out uh I, quite a few years ago bloodstained technically blood well bloodstained's more castlevania -ish. but it's still it's, but it's metroidvania yeah so yeah i mean axiom or axiom um iconoclasts what the fuck he's picking my fuzz <laughs> i don't like it one game that i i, I wish that paul would play as well highly recommended is iconoclasts it's play, it's just like Metroid, but it's a more you got a big wrench. She does have a big wrench. 
Yeah, but, that's not gonna happen. No, it's really, really good. Actually, the, I, the I story is fucking like it's on Switch, I believe. It's on Switch. It's like very dark, but like in a happy package. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, hard pass. No, just, you you really would like it, <laughs> but it, I mean, it's was it a physical release? Mm, I think limited it, run might have. Uh, why is limited run? Yeah, I I don't well, think it's a lot of these are like like these are Axiom Verge. Like yeah, they're they're digital. I think they did. And you a limited... can get limited run physical releases of these, mm-hmm. but I, I'm sure it's it's at a premium. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not gonna get it for for the twenty dollars it might be on the eShop. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you have so, this formula's been copied. So many countless times. times. I'm sure there are hundreds that I, so I can't failures. even think of. And it's going to be copied again oh, yeah. and again and <clears throat> again. Especially the, I mean, the Metroidvania genre. I mean, Chasm. You had, like you had said before, uh, Bloodstained. Oh, Time Spinner. Time Spinner. I mean, you mm-hmm. have. I. You could probably list them all day long. Oh yeah, absolutely. You, know? you could. And, and you have Metroid to thank. You I do. mean that's the ba- that's the the granddaddy well grandmother I guess of them all yeah you know <laughs> that's funny so yeah. you would one say it's the mother brain but yes uh, for anyone <laughs> out there if this <laughs> you see what he did there I saw what he did there I too have face on resistant Tom <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm help. listening. Oh god. You need help. <laughs> but yes, if anyone out there is 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 huge into Metroidvanias, Iconoclast, man. I I push it because it was an experience that I'm sad I'm the only one of us that's experienced. I just have no Cuz I want to talk about it with people. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about cuz it's it's <laughs> so fucking good. I'll play it eventually. And and it's one I think honestly I wouldn't mind playing it on the channel sometime because it it really is a lot of fucking fun and it's it's gorgeous to look at and it's actually pretty tough. So, but yes. Uh, any last thoughts? How hyped are you for fucking dread? Can't wait. The Hemi bots look fucking scary. I'm terrified already. Shaking him a little booties. I saw someone's kidney to get it. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. I can't yes. wait to see it. It looks absolutely terrifying, but I am just oh, I'm so stoked for it. Me too. So I, stoked. I love I, the new design. Me too. Mm-hmm. Her her suit looks so fucking it does. cool. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping there will be a, a lot of reference to fusion. You know, yeah. I, I hope there's reference to the X parasite some way, shape, or form. I'm just, or, or even that the SAX just makes an appearance. <laughs> I would love I would love for the SAX to come back. Yeah. <laughs> It's just I I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I think we'll definitely play play it on the channel. Oh yeah, for, for sure. Uh, you know, for sure. But uh, I'm sure we missed a bunch of information. So if you guys out there, let us know what we missed. What do you love about this series? What do you love about Samus? Mm, so much porn. What What is your favorite Metroid game? What do you have? fun fond memories of when it came to growing up with metroid was it metroid 1 was it super metroid was it metroid 2 did you grow up playing the game boy game and realizing that where did all this hate come from for metroid 2 that's right were you were you like us where you just spent hours wandering around the planets looking for those fucking hidden missile tanks oh, yeah. or 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 the the energy tanks energy tanks just yep. in random spots do you just go around super bombing everything power bombing all i remember is the energy tank that was in ridley's area that was like damn near impossible to get 
Or was it, it crates? I think that's crates. crates you had to crates fall right out yes. the entrance. Yeah, yeah, that was a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> Watch our playthrough of the original Metroid. That's fun. It's right in our yes. our 678 game NES series where we're trying to be all yes. PowerTripGaming.tv, where you can watch all of our other playthroughs and our side quest material as well, too, where we play games that aren't on the NES, like Metroid uh, Other Fusion M. and Other M. Yes. Yes. I couldn't think about it. I, I blanked on Other M, even though we were just talking about it. Wow. So we're on Facebook. We're also on Twitter. Yes, we are. Mm. Uh, if you don't like contacting us on social media, because you're like Paul... And you want to remain pure, you can always send us an email at power, nespowertrip at gmail.com. Wow. Yeah. But you can also check out all of our other PTG Powercast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and on Spotify. That is correct. Yes. Kevin, got anything else? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Good? Just going to morph all and roll out. <laughs> roll out. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so that'll do it for another PTG Powercast. Yep. You've been listening with Power. Power Bomb! <laughs> it's time! It's time! <laughs> it's Vader time! <laughs> Sweet. Big Van Vader. Big Van... <laughs> Big Van? Big Van Vader. Big Van Vader. Absolutely. Did he have... He had a big van. Did he have the van? He did. He had a big did van. Did he have the Vader mask? He yes. No. Oh, then why is he? Well, who's? What's a Vader? Big van. Vader. First one that came up. Oh my God. There he is. Big van Vader. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> That's awesome. That is big van Vader. Wow.